We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The baseball game is over. It's time for the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show with Tim Allen on The Fan. It is a final, the game, the series, and the road trip, and a stunner here late as the Pirates uh, sweep the Brewers 5-4 final in this game three. And welcome, everybody. It is the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show. Tim Allen, I don't even know what to say. I, um, I, I've come close to swearing on the air before. Not, not very often, but uh, today would be one of those days. Unbelievable. You know, the one time you get a little hiccup late out of your uh, reliever core, the one time, and it's a uh, and it's it's a game winner by Polanco in the eighth inning off Phelps. The one time you get in a position to yeah okay get this game, get this game, get out of Pittsburgh, get out of that series, get out of this road trip, get back home. You've got a, a nice long home stand, some home cooking. Maybe that does the trick. And then a stunner in the eighth inning off Phelps. Unbelievable. It, it is. And, and I think we've uh, definitely so far this season have hit rock bottom. There are some rather disturbing indications here as the Brewers are four games away from the halfway mark. We have a lot to get to. And, and first, I just want to say this, that, you know, they say stay positive in the game of baseball. It's, it's got to be a positive thing. No matter what's happening, you stay positive and you always uh, look at look at the brighter side of things. You you tend to look more forward than you do backwards. And certainly that's what I'm not saying that the Brewers won't do that or are trying not to do that, but to look backwards. But it's pretty tough when you have a couple of representatives of this organization right now delivering comments that just are so unlike the game of baseball and really in in the reality are unlike the Milwaukee Brewers organization as a whole the last you know 5 years or so under this council and then Stern's regime it's pretty crazy to hear this sort of stuff and i'm not saying that uh, there's not reason to be frustrated because there is but you never really hear it from these guys all right we'll start out with uh this cut from Josh Lindblom yesterday, this, this might offer, uh, lend some, some additional information as to where we're at with an 11 and 15 mark. Check out what uh, Josh Lindblom said. A scale of 1 to 10, probably a 10. Um, you know, I don't think, I don't want to speak for everybody, but I'd say there's not one guy in that clubhouse right now that isn't frustrated about something. Um, but, I mean, frustration is definitely the word right now, I'd say. 
Yeah, I would agree. And where is your frustration level as a Brewers fan between 1 and 10? 96? <laughs> uh, and then you have, okay, so that's one of the players uh, speaking on, you know, again, he didn't say he wanted to speak on, on behalf of all the players in the clubhouse. But in a way, he did. And then this morning, you have the president of baseball operations and general manager David Stearns. Now, we, we again, that's very rare that this organization is going to throw around things like this. Check this out from Stearns. We haven't played well. We, we, we haven't played well enough um, to, to be where we want to be. I don't think we've played up to our capabilities. Uh, we have time to correct that. We have, we have time to improve uh, and to make this a productive um, season for us. Uh, frankly, I think we have plenty of time uh, to do that. Uh, but, but we do need to play better. And I think everyone in our clubhouse recognizes that there's probably as much frustration in our clubhouse right now um, as I've experienced during my time in Milwaukee. And I think that's individual level frustration um, for, for guys who aren't performing uh, up, to, up to their capabilities. And, and then there's collective frustration um, when we look at, at how we've played together as a team. The challenge for us now um, is to use that frustration in, in a somewhat productive manner. Um, frustration on its, on its own probably doesn't serve us particularly well, but if frustration leads to an increased focus, um, if frustration leads to a reassessment yeah, 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 of, of yeah, where yeah. we are. Yeah, that, yeah, that yeah. Okay, you already did the damage, Stearns. You already did the damage. Don't try and walk it back. That's what you did right there. You realized what you said this morning, and you tried to walk it back in the same bite. We're the ones that are emotional as fans. They're not supposed to be. It's, it's okay to, to get – you know, I'd rather see them more pissed than frustrated. You know, when Matt Garza was here, he'd be pissed. Instead of just simply frustrate, frustration is almost a, a, a that what I heard out of out of David Stearns right there, almost like a, a concession speech. You're conceding now. I'm not throwing in the towel on a funky, weird, sideways season. But I'm hearing it from the organization. That frustration out front, just letting us know. Hey, throw your hands up. Where are you guys on the frustration level then? Are we less actually is are the tides turn that the the fans are actually less frustrated than the organization is? Man. Wow. <laughs> 414-799-1250 because they just got swept by the worst team in baseball. And now you sit uh, four games under 500. 20 of the 26 games played the Brewers have played from behind. Unofficially, and I still have yet to really dig in a deeper dive here. Of the last 13 games, six of them, they have been no hit through three innings. Now, again, I'm not saying those are near no hitters. But that kind of tells you where we're at here. Six. Half of the last 13 games, this team doesn't even get a hit in the first three innings, let alone score some runs. Put it to you this way. 
if if there's not player transactions, you've tried that a little bit. If if it's not player performance, digging in from within and trying to find a way to play better, then what is left then? Honestly, what would be left then to change change things up? There's only two things left. The, the, the literally, I you know, I talked to Adam McAlvey about this yesterday. There's only two things left to do. Either a major change in this lineup, and I know I'm a lineup guy, but that's, that's, that has nothing to do with it. I'm just counting down the, the, the options that this organization has right now. A major change in the lineup. Does some, did someone make a rule that Ryan Braun has to bat fifth? Did someone make a rule that it has to be Yelich or Hira or Hirich and Yelich, uh, Hira and Yelich back to back? Do they have to be next to each other? Okay, there's two things left: either major change in the lineup, or someone loses their mind. That's all I can think of. What else is there? If there's not trades to bring in uh, some reinforcements. If there's not a, a full-fledged minor league system to bring in reinforcements and top prospects, then what's left? Two things. Either a wholesale change in that lineup because that ain't working. That's not working. Halfway through the season here, again, a different season. We've been playing long enough baseball here playing a month's worth of baseball here to realize that the matchup thing, the lefty-righty, just doesn't work this year for you guys. It doesn't work this year. So when a guy does get hot, I'm not saying one at bat is hot, but an example would be Jed Jerko after hitting a home run yesterday is removed from the game simply because the other team changed their pitcher. What else is there? than to sit Braun at the leadoff spot and leave him be and to have Urias hit second. I'm just making this up off the top of my head. And Yelich is now your cleanup guy because the 200 ain't cutting it. Keston Heroes should be batting fifth, not Ryan Braun. Brawny was 7 for 25 coming into this game today. One of the, one of the warmer hitters, and he's batting fifth. There's nothing left to do. Either dig deep within intestinal fortitude for each one individual or wholesale lineup changes. That's the only two things left. They've tried everything else. Because I, let's start with what we do know. What we do know, that lineup, that matchup thing, that, that whole because there's a lefty on the mound means we do it one way and Jerko gets the start. And then when there's a righty on the mound, and then we want to split up our righties because smoke is a switch, that ain't working. One of your better hitters is hitting ninth, and you have a problem scoring runs early. It's time to change that, don't you think? You you talk about frustration. You tell me what the other options are. If If I didn't nutshell this properly, I'd like to know who could. Again. You've tried player moves, sending people down, bringing people up. You've tried that. You've tried this matchup thing. Sogard is your leadoff hitter against the right-hander, and then Avisayo Garcia is the leadoff hitter against the left-hander. 
You've tried all that. You base your lineup on the opposing manager's pitcher. That ain't working this year. So try something new. And that is roll them out there. And I hate to say it. If, if, if it's a bad matchup on paper, if the analytics tell you that the back of the baseball card versus his back of the baseball card doesn't look good today, too bad. What you did didn't work. So now go the other way. Just try it. That's all I'm asking. Just try it. Yet the organization says they're more frustrated than you are. And they come right out and just say it. That's very rare, guys. It is. Normally they dance around it. You know Counts. Good with words. He's, he's one of the most positive people you know, in this industry. Always. Ask him anything. Boy, weather was really crappy out today, wasn't it, Craig? He will immediately go to the positive. Yeah, but you know what? This stuff doesn't last forever. Immediately, they go to the positive. Not now. They're just screaming to you that this isn't working. And they're admitting it. Um, yeah, I don't even know what to do right now. Let me squeeze in one uh, before we get to a break. How, where, where is the frustration? They just got swept by the worst team in baseball. And, and you know what? I'm not going to blame uh, David Phelps on this uh, because they've been good back there in the back end. They've been good. This is going to happen once in a while. Uh, to Rippin, we say hello to Ben. Ben, you're on the Bayview Shade and Blind post game show. Holy hell, Timmy. I, it's been a long time since I've been able to speak with you, man. I hope all is well with you and your family. I think your little guy is probably in college now. Uh, graduated um, college already. Anyways, yeah. man, uh, start of the season, you know, you, you watch this Brewer team, you see what the hell they're putting out there, and you realize it's the same old crap as always. You know what I'm sick and tired of? I'm Oh, man. Ben, you got to call back. That wasn't us. Yeah, that wasn't us, Ben. You you call back. You see, he, he was just about to... <laughs> the fuse was lit. Hey, my fuse is lit, too. Well, I'm just asking you, are you as frustrated as the team is telling you to be? Because they're coming right out and saying it. I don't like that. I, I, I You know, leave that to us. Leave that to me to lose my mind emotionally. Okay, that's what we do. And then it's okay to do that. But it's very rare to hear it from them. So again, what else is there? If there isn't intestinal fortitude from within, or the wholesale change in the lineup, or someone losing their mind, those are the only things I can think of. That's, the, that's it. I don't, I don't see any other way. You know? Ben Gamble the other day went three for four and hit a home run, and the very next day he's not in. Manny Pena earlier in the season, a two-homer game. The very next day he's not in. I get putting people into a position to succeed, but that isn't working this year because it's a short season. You got You just simply, I, I don't know. Uh, I guess, Sam, do you think you got to roll with the hot hand? Is that just now more important than ever? And yeah. just throw throw away the matchups? I, I mean, to be honest, man, I've never been a huge fan of, you know, going with the lefty and righty split to determine, like, okay, this is why we're going to do it. Right. I've, I've always felt that, hey, yeah, you should take that into account. But on, a, on the other hand, you should also be taking just who's been doing well the past, like, week or so? Who's been yep. doing well the past day or past two days? Yeah. Man, 
Uh, all right, we got Ben back. Ben, go ahead. You were just you were just getting going. Yeah, I, I apologize, man. Was in a bad spot. Um, all right, so I'm going to go off on this real quick for you guys. This is pretty typical Milwaukee Brewer baseball, where we have a general manager who half-ass puts together a team, gets mercenaries out there like Brock Holt and Jed Jorko and Smoke and that other crap that he's bringing in for starting pitching, which, by the way, I thought this guy was supposed to be bringing in starting pitching through our draft, and he hasn't done a damn thing to address that. Instead, we get the same crap over and over, rinse, recycle, repeat. I'm sick and damn tired of the mediocrity in this city. I'm sick and tired of the fans sitting there being like, oh, it's okay, you know, we're just used to losing. Screw that. We shouldn't be used to losing. We've been in the damn playoffs two years in a row. We have a right to be pissed. We have a right to stand up and have expectations from this general manager who is half-assing this roster together to begin with. Okay, you want something good? Why don't you go out and actually get us a real third baseman and a real first baseman who isn't a journeyman going all over the damn league? All right, why don't you go out there and actually get us real starting pitchers? I understand getting Josh Lindblom. Guess what? That's a wonderful number five story, especially if you catch lightning in a bottle. But all you realistically have is Brandon freaking Woodruff. You ain't got much else out there. And I don't care if you want to compare the numbers from the guys we had last year to the two guys that we traded for this year. That's crap, okay? That is crap. You don't win a World Series not without pitching, okay? Look at the Nationals last year. Wonderful pitching staff. you got Strasburg. you had a bunch of the other guys in there. Yes, guys, we have a wonderful bullpen. Hiccups happen. I understand that. But damn it all, give me some starting pitching so that we can actually stay in this damn game. I'm sick and tired of the mediocrity. I'm sick and tired of the lack of pitching. I deserve a damn championship, all right? I've been a Brewers fan since the 80s, and I deserve seeing one in my freaking city and in my state because, damn it all, what else do I have to cheer for? I'm sick and tired of losing. Y'all have a good day. Timmy, it's been great to talk with you, man. God bless. Thank you, Ben. <laughs> you know, uh, he did He did uh, give a, bit, a little bit bigger picture. Okay, so we'll go with the biggest of big pictures. Uh, he's been a Brewer fan since the 80s. I've been a Brewer fan since the 70s. I, yeah, I, I think it's fair to say that within, within our lifetime, we might want one. <laughs> I think that's fair. Um, then number two, you tighten the window a little bit. Go back to 2018. Go back to 2018 on the doorstep of the World Series, and you've regressed every month since. I mean, let that settle in. Now, again, it it depends on how much credence you hold into the 60-game season, but nonetheless, it it is right in front of us, and that we have what we have here. So you've regressed since 18, being a, you know, well, what, eight innings away from a World Series. And you don't even know if you were going to win a World Series, but nonetheless, you've regressed since. Mm-mm-mm. You left out, uh, by the way, Ben, you left out Logan Morrison in there, too. Just saying. 414-799-1250. We're going to hear from Craig Council. Someone's in Iron River here that felt the need to pick up the phone. Bill, you're on the fan. Hey, Tim. This is Bill up in Bayfield County. And uh, frustration? Not anymore. I've thrown in the towel on this team. Stearns has done a terrible job. By the way, how did Trent Grisham do this week? <laughs> he had a three-homer, a six-RBI nice game uniform. last night. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this, this is just totally – I'm not frustrated. I am disgusted. I will continue to, to follow the Brewers. I've been a fan of the Brewers since 1970 when they first moved to Milwaukee from Seattle. But this is just ridiculous. 
I'm trying to keep from using words that I shouldn't use. Hey, I'm right there with you, Bill. Have a good one. All right. All right. Take it easy. All right. And this, uh, on a positive note, this leads us to our Chevy MVB of the ball game, brought to you by Chevy. Check out the new 2020 Chevy Silverado at your local uh, Chevy dealers or at WisconsinDriveChevy.com. How about Justin Smoke? Multi-hit game, knocks in three. Brewers starting to score some runs, starting to turn the corner, and then a little bump in the road with that bullpen, and what a shocker. Frustration level, it's there. And I can tell you it's there with that team because they're fully admitting it, full transparency, and sometimes you like that. I don't want to hear that right now. I want to see a few changes. 26 games in the books. You've trailed in 20 of those 26 games. Why is Ryan Braun not getting in that bat in the first inning then? You've been behind in 20 of 26 games. If you're not going to play him, it's pretty tough to get in that bat in the first inning. Why wouldn't he get in that bat in the first inning? Because what you're doing isn't working. It's as simple as that. Another example. One for three with a couple of walks for Ryan Braun. This series, the very next day, was out of that leadoff spot. Amazing. Baby Shade and Blind postgame show. Frustration level for the team is there. How about you guys? We'll be back on The Fan. It's the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show. It's time for the current electric spark of the game during today's game on The Fan. Go to callcurrent.com for your superhero electricians. Yeah, if, if you're not at your breaking point right now, you, you probably should be because we've hit rock bottom here. A 5-4 Brewers loss as they complete the 10-game road trip with uh, being swept by the Pittsburgh Pirates. Uh, spark of the game now. I normally don't do this because I don't believe we Brewer fans want to hear this stuff. But just because we're so frustrated, it's it's just almost like we we just let me pile on here. And this this is what it comes down to. One little mistake by Phelps and, and it cost you a game, it cost you, you know, a sweep in this one. It's uh it's a big loss. It is. And now now each one gets bigger and bigger and bigger, but here it is. Here's the one one. It's hit in the air into deep right center field, and Polanco is homered again, and the Pirates take the lead. Slumping mightily going into the series and breaking out of the slump in a very loud fashion. Yeah, thank you, sir. May I have another? As heard on Fox Sports Wisconsin, seven nine nine twelve fifty. This, uh, you know, I, I guess my biggest beef here is that I don't want to hear that you guys are frustrated because it's telling me that I, I shouldn't have the confidence that I normally do with you guys. I mean, make that internal. You've done it. You've done an awesome job over the years of doing that, staying positive. Yeah, we're frustrated. It's everyone's frustrated in there. We're all frustrated. And is it true? Of course it is. That's reasonable. But they typically don't tell you that. I'd be, I'd much prefer someone being pissed and tearing apart a clubhouse. That to me would give me a little hope. I'm not saying I'm, I'm, I'm without hope though. It's a crazy year. It takes one winning streak to get you in the playoffs. It does. It takes one good stretch, especially now with what 34 games remaining. 
seven nine nine twelve fifty. Your frustration level because I've I've about had it. Um, let's see. Uh, let's go to Joe in Pewaukee. Joe, you're on the fan. What's up, Joe? Hi. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, my frustration level here is zero. This is a team that's obviously in a pretty bad slump. But slumps happen. Look at the 1954 Cleveland Indians. They won 111 games in a 154-game season. They were heavily favored in the World Series. And the whole team stopped hitting at once, and they were swept in four games by the New York Giants. The slump will end. Slumps end when they end. Nobody knows when they're going to end. This is a pretty good baseball team here with pretty solid pitching. They have a lot of new players who are obviously trying too hard here. Everybody needs to lighten up and relax and go out the next day and try to win a baseball game. Oh, man, I hope you're right. I hope you're right because I'll tell you what, Joe, there are a ton of Brewer fans that pandemic or no pandemic, 60 game or 162, there's a ton of Brewer fans that said this offense, the position players, the pitching, that's a little different story. The offense is put together with a, it's just a bucket of bolts. I don't know. I think they have a lot of better than average baseball players there. You know, I know. The one thing I worry about that they lack is the quick strike ability they used to have. They used to have a lot of players who put fear into the hearts, hearts of pitchers like Aguilar, Thames, Travis Shaw. Well, then wouldn't that say go to show? Did you follow the game today, Joe? I listened to it, yes. Okay. All right. So, Joe, how many times did you see the ABC manufacturer attempt on the other side of the diamond? A ton, in the, not only in this game, but in this series. You're trying to bunt for a leadoff base hit, down one. You get a leadoff double, or you get an error, and it moves the runner over to second base with nobody out. You're hitting, you're, you're hitting the ball to the right side. Time and time again. Going for the launch angle, you're right. It ain't working for this baseball team. That's for sure. There's no two and three run home runs anymore uh, uh, in, in terms of being consistent. So what do you do? You knock it down to the old ABC manufacturer. Get them on, get them over, get them in. Don't you, don't you change? Don't you sw- shift on the fly here? I don't know that any of that will make much difference. I mean, baseball's <laughs> a game of inches. The guy who hit the home run, he hit the foul pole. It could have been a long strike, right? I can't remember who hit it. Smoke. Yeah, I mean, I could have not been a home run. The same thing with that home run in the eighth inning by the Pirates. If that pitch is, uh, you know, an inch lower, an inch higher, the guy grounds out or pops up. The tide will turn eventually. The question is, will they run out of time this year? Hold on. No team slumps for a whole let me, season. They don't. Let me let me find Miami. This is a great debate. Hold on, Joe. All right, let me see here. I'm just looking around for my my numbers that I had about five games ago. Now, you're saying it's a game of inches. It is. Right? They were lucky to win those one-run games against the Cubs. They could have easily lost those. Uh, of course. Yeah. But there aren't many that they should have won, though. Right? Yeah, they should have won some, but, you know, as they say in baseball, that's the way the ball bounces. Sometimes here, it bounces here, your way, sometimes here, it doesn't. Here, here they are. Here they are. You say it's a game of inches, and, and I love the debate. Here's some batting averages as of, like, five games ago. 232, 189, 224, 197, 222, 206, 133, 143, 
200 and 125. And the 125 dipped down to 100 before they released him. Yeah, the whole team is slumping, obviously. But it won't last forever. The team won't come out of it. I agree there is a hot streak in them. No, 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 no. I agree because it runs in cycles a little bit. Yeah. But is the damage already done? Well, it remains to be seen. Who knows? You know, other teams will go into slumps, too. Uh, you know, there's a lot of teams in the playoffs. They may squeak in. The pitching's not bad. I don't think it's great pitching, but it's not bad. The bullpen's been a little erratic. I heard somebody say today, I guess it was on the pregame show, wasn't it, that uh, they're concerned that Knabel and and uh, Josh Hader, they've lost five miles on their fastballs. I don't like that. Yeah, no, definitely Knabel has. And, yeah, that was Kenny Sanders on, on my show. Right. And, 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 you know, the, the, the Hader... It does fluctuate a little bit. He was just down that day. He was just down that day. But he's he's ramped it up to ninety six, ninety seven this year. So okay. I I don't know if that's okay. all right, Joe. Joe, great debate, the, man. The, hitters, the, hitter, the hitting will come eventually. It will come. They, these these are new players. They're all trying too hard. They need to lighten up. All right, good deal. Thank thank you, Joe, in Pewaukee seven nine nine twelve fifty. A turning point in this baseball game brought to you by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove, Wisconsin for event and track rental information. GreatLakesDragway.com are good friends over in Union Grove. Um, we'll get one more in here. That, that, By the way, that turning point was the two-run shot by Polanco in the eighth. It turned it into a uh, Brewers loss and a uh, very frustrated Brewers fan base as well as team. The team's been frustrated. You heard David Stearns talk about it. Um, let's get, let's squeeze in, uh, Todd here before the break council coming up. Todd, what's up? Howdy, Timmy. Uh, you know, uh, we talked for, for, for a long time and, you know, I'm a, uh, really a top down guy and I've been, you know, from upper management down to the players. And, and unfortunately, um, I think this team is, uh, it's been disabled from a baseball team to a baseball club where there, there, there is no leadership. There is no team chemistry, and, you know, I, I like to point back to certain points in the season or uh, uh, prior to that or whatever else, and, um, you know, I, I, I keep putting my finger back to Lorenzo Cain, and not that he left because of what he, uh, you know, I, I, I don't want to get inside the, the man's mind, but, you know, I think maybe, uh, you know, I know he was playing, you know, fairly well before he, uh, he split the scene, but, you know, maybe he... He said, hey, he looked around and said, we're not going anywhere, and uh, if I can heal myself up for this year and uh, I come back next year with a, a, a stronger body, then, then, then so be it. Um, and it's, you know, it, I, boy, I, the frustration level is it, it's fairly high. Um, you know, I'm not throwing in the towel yet. I'm not. I'm uh, not either. But... I'm not in a done club, I, I, and I, I know you're not either, buddy, but um, I think if uh, – Boy, if, if we lose those uh, next two games uh, uh, against Cincy on Monday and Tuesday, uh, it could be dire straits. Well, and you're facing a couple of tough customers. Tom, right. Always a pleasure, man. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Trevor Bauer, Luis Castillo, anybody? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you're just going to have to suck it up. And, and I, you know, again, there's limited choices now. That, that's my whole point from, from the start of this show. There aren't many choices except for somebody to go off, which typically doesn't work in baseball. Sometimes it does. 
Sometimes it does. And to say that that doesn't, uh, that players and managers should not do that, well, that's just hogwash because they do. They do get crazy and they get pissed. I'd rather see that emotion than throwing your arms up and you hear from the president of this organization of baseball operations say, that just. It's frustrating for everyone. We're all frustrated. Everybody's frustrated. Join the frustrating party. We're going to have a few beers and be frustrated together. Is an alcohol a depressant? That'll help. You can escape with that. I don't I want to hear some I want to hear and see some changes. Now, again, there aren't many things there aren't that many things to do. Is what my point is. But you have to do something. <laughs> Batting Ryan Braun fifth on a regular, pretty regular basis. In fact, he was sixth earlier in the year. You have to gamble now. Now you're, the, you're to the point, uh, halfway mark here. Four games. You're, you're subjected, and it's probably against everything you've assembled here. It's probably against plenty of your philosophies here. But sometimes you just got to roll the dice and gamble. Because you know, the sample size is 60 games. The sample size is not 162. So all of what David Stern said today, you could sweep about half of it right out the window, right out the door. Just sweep it away. It meant nothing. Because you, we, we can't compare this to 162. We have to compare it to 60 now. It's only half. It's, it, it, it only can be compared to the 60. Now we're four games from the halfway mark. Now change according to 60 because you've seen 30. Different, it's a different way of thinking here. And I really thought, honest, honestly I did, and I still have some reserved hope here, that Craig Council was going to find a way to move those chess pieces around based on the 60-game environment. And to this point, I don't think he has. I really don't. You got to manufacture runs now, Craig. I know that's against everything you're thinking about analytically, everything you're thinking about putting players in a good position to succeed. I know you want to stick with these guys. I know uh, the worm's going to turn. But you're going to have to start manufacturing. When you get into extras, you're going to have to try a bunt. When you get a runner on second base with nobody out, you're hitting stinks. So why not move him over and give it one pop at a sack fly or a ground ball to the right side? Why wouldn't you do that right now? Because you don't get Grandal's three-run home run. You don't get a Mike Moustakis three-run blast in the seventh. You don't get Jesus in a 13-pitch at-bat walk off a winner for you. You don't get Eric Thames hitting 20,000 home runs against the Reds anymore. You don't have that right now. And you don't have much time left. You know what? Roll the clock back to about 1978. Play that style. Just try it. That's all I'm saying. Just try it. <laughs> Just sitting back waiting. You're waiting for Luis Urias to hit a three-run game-breaking homer. Get out of here. Come on. All right, I have to break. We're going to hear from Craig Council next. Baby Shade and Blind postgame show 5-4. The final as the series ends with a Pittsburgh Pirates sweep over the crew. The 10-game road trip ends with a 4-6 and six mark. Not good in Brewerland. We'll be back on The Fan.
It's the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show. Let's get the scoop from the skipper on today's game on the fan. Yeah, frustration level pretty high for the organization, and I would imagine most fans as well. 414-799-1250. Brewers fall today, third and final game of this weekend, set 5-4. The final, they get swept. Len in Waukesha, can you, can you tell me where your frustration level is? Uh, not on the radio, I can't. <laughs> okay, I hear you there. Uh, listen, I'm going to tell you. In Last year, we had a team that was set to make a deep playoff run with a bunch of All-Stars. I mean, we had four or five All-Stars on the team. But in the years past, those two years before that, we had young guys, a bunch of young guys on the team, that had potential to get better. Now, I mean, that, that Joe, I don't know where the heck he was coming from. I mean, what's he looking at? Yelich and Hero are definitely not hitting like they, they, they can. No, they're but not. There's nothing around them. Why would you pitch to them? I'll pitch to Justin Smoke any day of the week. Yeah, I don't that's because they're the burying week. Braun in the lineup. Yeah, well, that's, an, that, that's another thing. Is this guy hurt? Is he hurt because he's getting days off every other day? What the hell is he getting a day off when you only play in 60 in a whole year? That yeah, guy should be in the lineup every day. I'll, I'll, let you, I'll let you respond. We'll continue our conversation. But uh, Ryan Braun, I was thinking about this today. If, and it's a big if, okay, but, but, but you have to prepare. If they've, and, and they've lost, what, uh, three, four in a row now, four straight. If they lose another four in a row, it's looking bad, obviously. Do you then think that the organization should go to Braun and say, dude, listen, you want to do something good for the organization? I want to move you. Because he's got full veto on on trade stuff. He's a 5'10 guy. So that means he has to clear all. He's got full across the board. He's got to clear the trade. Uh, and, And ask him if he would do something for the organization and get something in return for Braun. Maybe. Yeah, I guess he. I guess he dipped out. I mean, it's something to consider, isn't it? I'm not waving a white flag here. I'm just saying if. And he does have a mutual. There's a mutual uh, a year next year, for Braun with like a, I don't know what is it five million dollar buyout something like that four or five million dollar. Uh, so, I just wonder. I just wonder if that if that's the case. Were me? Uh Yelich is, is hitting second, Brawny's first, here is third, and Garcia's fourth. That's the way I roll. And Narvaez is fifth. I know that. I know you're gonna say you're losing your mind here. That dude's a two seventy five lifetime hitter. And let him play. Turn him loose. Those five. Let him go. For the next week. Same thing. Every day. I don't care if they go 0 for 4 or 4 for 4. They're right back in there because you're running out of time here. You got to do something. And and now the 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 choices are certainly limited. Let's uh check the pulse of manager Craig Council after the Brewers get swept in Pittsburgh. Craig, uh David Phelps has been so off the charts good for you guys all year and uh you usually give him the ball and you don't have any worries. That must have been stunning for Polanco to hit a home run. I mean, I don't think he had given up one this year. Uh, it's kind of the last thing you would expect. Yeah, I mean, it, it really was. Um, I mean, David's been been outstanding. Um, 
I mean, he's, he's been a, a real rock for us and, and basically delivered zeros. I think he'd given up three hits and 10 and some 10 over 10 innings so far. So it was, you know, it's, uh, but it's the one, it's the, it's the thing that burned you, unfortunately. And he um, just, he made a mistake and the guy put a good swing on it. The word we keep going back to just about every day is frustration. Is there any other way to describe the feeling right now? Um, I mean, I, look, it's, you know, you got to earn major league wins. And, and so, um, you know, nothing's been decided. Nothing's been determined. We had a rough weekend. Um, and it didn't go the way we wanted. Uh, we didn't play well enough to win games. Um, so I, I don't, I don't know if I look at it that way necessarily. Um, I, I, mean, I do think we got to play better to win games. Um, and that's, that, that's the bottom line. So, you know, I, I don't think, that I don't think that does us any good. Uh, we just we got to come out the next day and 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 play good. Um, that's that's how it works. Craig Cor, uh, they got to Corbin for a couple of runs early, but after that, he really settled into a groove. And you must have liked the way he threw the ball in those middle innings, gave your team a chance to you know catch up and go back on top. Yeah, I, I thought he. I thought he threw the ball really well. He just, he just was a little out of whack to me in the, the first two innings. Um, and so the ball just, you know, he just left some balls middle essentially. Um, and then give the guy credit for jumping on the first pitch of the game and, and getting him a run that way with the double. But um, yeah, he, he settled in and I thought he was, I thought he pitched really well. Um, you know, he, the, the leadoff hitter to leadoff double to riddle, you know, got us in a little trouble. I was hoping to get a strikeout from Freddie there, but um, you know, Freddie did his job. Do you draw some positives from what you saw from Justin and from Omar offensively? Well, yeah, Justin took Justin had great at bats today. Um, you know, I mean, he had a bolt in the first that um, you know could have meant some runs too, and, and then Omar get just Omar getting going a little bit, of just contributing offensively felt good for him. So. Yeah, I th for both those guys, it's probably especially Omar, just, you know, getting some hits. Um, you know, the hits have been hard to come by for him. So getting some hits is a big deal for him. Craig, was, um, what circumstance would it have taken to get Josh in that eighth? You had told us that you, you like him maybe less for the multi-inning saves, but we saw him out there. Yeah, yeah I, just, I just wanted him in case David just – you know, got into, got into a bind there. Um, it was David's inning. Um, we we're going to give David the inning. And once, once we got two outs, I got him up just so in case something, something happened there where we had to get him out of it. But I, you know, it was David's inning. Um, you know, often I'll often get a guy that's going to pitch the next inning up that time. Cause you know, he's about to get ready anyway, but it was David's inning. Um, you know, unless, unless something kind of crazy happened. Craig, under the restrictions that all teams have of, um, you know, congregating uh, this year, is, will it be, is it harder to, for a team to regroup after a tough stretch? You know what I'm saying? A lot of times these guys, especially veteran players like you have, can get together and kind of talk, talk out. Will it be any harder this year to bounce back and regroup from a tough stretch? I'm, I, I'm, I don't know. I'm just asking. Yeah, I mean – I think those conversations are still happening. They, they are. Um, they, 
they have to happen at the ballpark, um, but they can still happen at the ballpark. Um, and so we, we still have those conversations. Um, you know, they don't, they're not happening away from the field, um, but they're still happening at the ballpark. Even though you had, a, you know, some offensive breakthroughs, so you still got to get more guys going, right? I mean, uh, Christian had kind of a tough day and, you know, Keston, uh, he, you know, he got a big hit, but he hasn't really gotten going like he could. I mean, you just need more guys going at once, don't you? Yeah, I mean, I think, look, um, you know, we had a, we had a, we scored enough today to, to give us ourselves a chance, but, you know, it's four runs and, and, and I think we can do better than that still. Um, and, and most days you're going to need to do better than that. Um, so yeah, there, there's, there's still room for improvement there for sure. Um, you know, I, I thought there was a good sign from some guys like we talked about that have been struggling, um, that, that took, had multiple really good at bats. So that's a good sign. But, you know, when, when you look up and still only have four runs, you know, we, we, we can, you know, that, that's, you got to pitch really well to win games like that. It's the Bayview Shade and Blind post game show. It's time to dive into the box score for today's game on the fan. Brought to you by the Laborers International Union Local 113. Feel the power on the web at liuna113.org. Yeah, 5-4 final, and those are the, the key numbers here, and the key numbers 11 and 15 through 26. That's another key couple of numbers here. Uh, inside the box, yeah, we're not, I'm not going to go inside the box here. I'm going to go outside the box. Clock is ticking here. What happened to the Brewers stealing bases? What happened to Yelich stealing bases? With all the walks that he's had? I'm just saying, where's that? Where's a hit and run? Where's a sacrifice bunt? Where's a squeeze play? Where's an aggressive nature at the plate? Where is a weird-looking lineup? I know what you're trying to do. You're trying to do matchups. I get, I get it. But again, the options are running out on this. So when you, when you, these numbers, they can bury you because you're not dealing with a 162. You're not dealing with the norm. There's no saber metrics on a 60 game season, guys. There's no, there's no blueprint to this. So you've got to go with what you've got, what you know so far. You can tell me all day long that, you know, like Stearns and Councilman, yeah, we can't make illogical decisions based on 20, 25 at-bats. I think you can this year. You certainly can. It's okay. It's okay to make those decisions this year. It's okay to think outside the box only for this year because, quite frankly, last few years, the recipe and the philosophy that you've, ha- philosophy that you've had have been working. For the most part, they they've been working this year. It it, it doesn't it doesn't play, as Craig would say. It do, it doesn't play. Seven nine nine twelve fifty. We're we're gonna hear from uh, Corbin Burns in just a second here. But that's see that's what I mean by inside the box. How about we go outside the box just for now? Just just try something. You you saw how aggressive the Pittsburgh Pirates were. I don't know if you watched the Pirates that close. Most of uh, Brewer fans, you know, it's kind of a casual thing. You're not really hanging on every pitch like me. I'm just an every pitch guy, every single pitch, every situation. But I can tell you what, 
that team over there, that pirate team, they were sharks, and they were smelling blood in the water. In in this game especially, we're going to get – we're going to manufacture. We're going to get aggressive. We're going to steal bases on Corbin Burns. And, Corbin, you, you did fine, but you were driving me nuts with how much time you were taking. <laughs> Manford ought to take a look at that. No, Corbin actually is having a good year. We're going to hear from the Brewers' right-hander up next. Baby Shade and Blind postgame show. Brewers lose. They get swept in Pittsburgh. We'll be back on The Fan. It's the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show. It's time to go inside the clubhouse to hear what the players are saying after today's game. On the fan, it's brought to you by Windows Select. Right now, buy one and get one free. Plus, no payments until 2021. Call Windows Select today at 262-703-3500. I think two of these three games, you got starting pitching good enough to win you the ball game. Adrian Hauser on Friday night, seven innings, a four-run ball. And today, Corbin Burns, five and a third, a three-run ball. That's, that's keeping your team in the game, putting them in a position to win. And so I, I can't Corbin blame... Corbin, I, I can't really blame the, the starting pitching in this. Not at all. Uh, however, what I do want to say on a positive note, Corbin Burns starting to come along in the progression as a big league starting pitcher. And I'll tell you, that slider is nasty. And and he does tend to show a little emotion. I like that, uh, whatever it takes. But uh, he's starting to come along. Guys, that, that on a positive note is a good thing. Uh, and maybe in, uh, later on this week in some of the shows we'll – uh, have a couple of comments from David Stearns on the, the future of the young pitchers because it, it does look bright as they're maturing here. Here's Corbin after the loss. Corbin, they scratched out those early runs on you, but you really settled down after that. And I'm guessing you were happy the way you threw the ball after that. Uh, yeah, you know, early on, I just uh, I didn't have my best stuff going. Um, you know, I made, made a few too many mistakes, um, too many mistakes early, and they kind of capitalized it. Um, you know, we've seen over the last couple of days that they're going to come out swinging early and uh, you just left a few too many pitches in the middle of the zone that they got to. Um, but, you know, after those first two, I kind of settled in there and threw the ball all right. And then I uh, just left that pitch there to riddle to, to uh, get lifted from that game. Corbin, how would you sum up this series? I don't imagine you guys came in here thinking that getting swept was a possibility. Uh, yeah, no, it's, this is a, it was definitely a tough series. Um, you know, I think we felt for the most part of today we were going to salvage one here. And, uh, um, you know, Plonk had a pretty good swing out of the bat there in the, in the eighth inning. But, um, yeah, def- definitely tough to, uh, to come in and lose three of these guys. When, Corbin, when you look at how that weekend went, is it hard to believe the Pirates' offense was ranked last in the league? I mean, they had not done much offensively. And, they, they swung the best pretty good this weekend. Yeah, I mean, they, they had a great plan of attack coming in against us. Um, you know, I don't know if that's something that they've, they've adjusted um, coming into this weekend or, or if that's been, been that way the whole season. But, uh, I mean, they came in and, I mean, just off me today, you know, if you know, they, they didn't miss too many mistakes. It's, uh, they put some good swings on it and you had some tough ABs. Reynolds in particular looks like he's a very tough out. Yeah. I mean, even, 
he, I mean, he was slumping, I think, coming into the uh, the series against us. But uh, he's just one of those guys. He's just uh, a scrappy hitter. He's a tough out. Um, he's one of those guys that the last couple of years has kind of kind of beat us up a little bit. So it's just it's one of those guys that him and him and Frazier historically have kind of beat us up the last couple of years. So um, you know, those are those are two kind of guys you look in the lineup to try not to let beat you. And then uh, um, then they had, they had a couple other guys hit some big home runs for him this weekend. Corbin, how much will it help just to get home and to know that you'll have an extended stretch at home, you know, a 10 game home stand, the opportunity in front of you there. Yeah, it'll, it'll be nice to get home. Um, you know, I was just telling Scott in the, in the training room earlier, I said this, this road trip feels like it's been forever. Um, you know, it feels like it's been, been a loss since we got to play at home. So it'd be nice to go home. I think we got, uh, I mean, we have seven or t- we have 10, 10 games at home, right? Um, so it'll be nice to be at home for a while and hopefully we, we can get everything going and turn this thing around. It's the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show. It's time for the Gene Wagner Plumbing Are You Kidding Me? moment of the game on the fan. Gene Wagner Plumbing, celebrating over 50 years in business. For any residential, commercial, or industrial plumbing needs, go to genewagnerplumbing.com. You know, I thought it was going to be sort of one of those feel-good wins. You grab a game, you even up the road trip at 5-5, five and five, and then the stunner. Are you kidding me? Phelps gives up the home run uh, to Polanco in that eighth inning. That was the are-you-kidding-me moment of the game. And, you know, when you, when you think about it, now, again, I, I didn't blame the starters in two of these three games, but all told, the pitching staff pro- probably, uh, no, I'll take that back. Not probably. The pitching staff as a whole did not pitch well over the weekend. And you can take that for what it's worth, but that's the fact. Seven runs allowed on Friday, 12 runs allowed yesterday, and another five here today. That's 24. Uh, They gave up eight runs a game. You're not going to win many games. You're not going to win many games like that. As much as we get on the offense, maybe this weekend we take a a little bit of a look at that pitching staff. But again, the two starts in this one, we're good enough to win baseball games for sure. Uh, We'll check the scoreboard. The Reds coming into town. Did they get a victory today? Uh, How'd the Cubs do against the White Sox and Abreu, who had at one point uh, between yesterday's game and uh, today's first at-bat four consecutive homers in four at-bats. Uh, we'll see how the National League Central did. That is next here, Baby Shade and Blind Post Game Show here on The Fan. It's the Bayview Shade and Blind Post Game Show, and it's time to check the Major League scoreboard on The Fan. Uh, cold Miller High Life in my very near future. I'm going to need this after this weekend because uh, the Brewers get swept in Pittsburgh. 5-4 the final. They're going to have to regroup. Guys, 11-15 and 15. doesn't sit well when you look at, um, you know, one, one losing streak from here. Uh, just forget about, the, you know, the four in a row here. Let's say you go on a skid of, you know, you lose 7 of 9, 7 of 8. That might be the the that might be the dagger right there. So uh, you put yourself in this situation. They got a battle back. They've got uh, another game tomorrow. We take it day by day. Sam Schmidt. So uh, we'll bring you in here. Let's go around the National League Central and a little bit of baseball card news too. Yes, sir. Let's start in St. Louis, where the Cardinals took on the Reds today. Cardinals win this one, six to two is the final. Rookie Dylan Carlson recorded his first major league home run, a two run shot. Harrison Bader also tallied a two-run homer for the St. Louis Cardinals as well. 
Only run for the Reds tonight, coming off a two-run home run for Eugenio Suarez. And reliever Hanessis Cabrera earned his second win of the season. Tyler Malley gets charged with the loss for Cincinnati. He is now 0-1. St. Louis ends up taking this four-game series 3-1. The Cardinals now move to 9-8. Will they prepare for a three-game series against the Kansas City Royals starting tomorrow? The Reds slide to 11-15 now as they make their way to Milwaukee. And in Chicago, the Cubs avoid getting swept by the White Sox this afternoon. Final score, 2-1. to one. The White Sox lone run of the game came from a solo home run from Jose Abreu, who you alluded to. Coming into this, had six home runs in this series now, and at one point, four straight at-bats at the home run in the series. <laughs> well, how many total did he have in the series? Just those four? I think it was more than the four, wasn't it? Yeah, or no? six total home runs in the series. Six. So now he's up to 11 home runs in the it year. Must be nice. Right. Must be nice. So Dylan Seas ends up getting the loss for the White Sox. He's now 4-2 and two. for the Cubs. Kyle Schwarber drove in both of the Cubs' runs with a two-run home run. On the pitching side, you Darvish stays hot in the mound. He moves to five and one after today's win. Darvish's line today is seven innings, only one earned run on six hits, one walk, and ten strikeouts. Mm, man, yeah, and that Cub offense—they—they uh, they put up two runs. They made it work. Right, they did. And Tim, I know you've been keeping an eye on the Kimbrel and Jeffers situation. So here we go. Today, Craig Kimbrel gets his third hold of the season after pitching two thirds of an inning, recording two walks and two strikeouts. So not much oh, there. Okay. Uh, Jeremy Jeffers gets the third, his third save of the season after pitching one and a third of an inning, only allowing one hit and racking up two walks and a strikeout. His oh, ERA man. this season. What did I tell you about those two, Sammy? I told you that these guys, I, they're going to blow up by the end of the year, both these guys. They, they will not right. be their, their one-two punch at the back end by the end of the year. Well, to, uh, to Jeffers' credit, his ERA this season, which is kind of crazy still, just 1.46. Oh, outstanding. Yeah. It's, 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 he's having an amazing start, but I just I don't trust that. I, I don't. Right. So the Cubs are now 17-10 and and will start a three-game series against Detroit uh, starting tomorrow. The Brewers are now tied with the Reds at five and a half games back behind Chicago at 11-15. and And as you alluded to, a quick fun fact to end it here, a one-of-a-kind autographed Mike Trout rookie card. Sold for $3.9 million last night. Oh, jeez. That is now the highest-selling sports card of all time, surpassing the famous 1909 Honus Wagner card that sold for $3.12 million in 2016. Now, that card, that Trout card, was that... I, I thought I did some reading on that that card. Was it not sold in, like, an expensive pack you know, some of the, sometimes they 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 make you gold right. mine like a hot and pack it, or something. Yeah, it's like ninety ninety nine ninety nine for a pack of baseball cards. But within this series, you're going to get you know, there's five of these expensive cards in there. I think it was one of those expensive packs of baseball cards. I'm pretty sure. I'll do a little digging on that myself to see how it originally was purchased because the the, the days of finding that card. In a, in just your tops first series pack, those days might be done. That's a, they've outpriced kids collecting baseball cards, haven't they? Yeah, I mean everybody's oh. just chasing the autos, the patches, and the yep. you know, jersey cards and everything that's all expensive. Nobody cares about the regulars anymore and rookie cards and stuff like that. Day by day, there's another baseball game tomorrow, and it's the Brewers back home against the Cincinnati Reds. It's game one of a three game set. Check that. That's a that is a three-gamer or four-gamer? I know they've got uh, Cincinnati, Pittsburgh, and Detroit coming in. Um, but it's Trevor Bauer on the hill for the Cincinnati Reds. 
It is a four-game set. Okay, and then the Pittsburgh's a wraparound series over the weekend. Um, but Bauer on the Hill, last time out, seven innings of one-hit baseball, shutout baseball. Now, they listed as a complete game because it was part of a doubleheader. But nonetheless, uh, they've got their hands full tomorrow. On the mound for the crew is left-hander Brett Anderson. Uh, we'll have the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on deck show uh, for you at 6 o'clock. And, of course, after the last pitch, you make the switch. Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show. Maybe we'll, be, we'll all be in a better mood tomorrow night uh, after a Brewers game one victory. Sam, good job today. My name is Tim Allen. You guys have a great rest of your weekend. And, yeah, Brewers flailing just a bit. Losers of four straight. Got to turn things around. Try to smile, Milwaukee. The world will smile back. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.